Hi guys, we're doing a pre-intro intro. Hello. David's here. All right, so there's two <laughs> ways to do a podcast. One way to do a podcast is to get really clear on exactly what you're going to talk about before and the exact, just the exact feeling of it, like the logical conclusions of it and map it out perfectly beforehand, plan it all and then record it. The second way to do the podcast, which is what we just did. (laughs) Is the way I do every podcast. (laughs) Yeah, is to go in with the feeling and to go in not 100% knowing what it is. So in this podcast, Miriam starts out with her Instagram posts and we follow Mm -hmm. that thread down. And first off, I didn't know that I was going to be on this podcast. I thought I was going (laughs) to literally sit in silence. And then I felt that Miriam was like, oh, and by the way, David's here. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, hey, David, what do you think? (laughs) She kept calling me further and further into it. And he was not having it. So you'll notice that <laughs> we have no synergy at the beginning of the podcast. It's so funny. It's really funny. Uh, but what I would love what I would love to draw attention to, and I think if you're listening to this from this perspective, it, it'd be really, really interesting, is feel the thread that we're trying to pick up on. Like mm. like pull it in and use your intuition and say, what are they trying to pick up on? Because there's something we're circling around and see if you can find it before we do. Uh, I just think that'd be a really fun, cool. a really fun kind of like thing to play with while we're doing it mm-hmm. because we get there. Um, but we actually had to take like a, a little break and just be like, what is, what is here? Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote a little piece and then I ended up sharing a story about one of my contact experiences and it, like, it just feels super vulnerable and tender now. So enjoy the whole <laughs> ride. And uh, <laughs> it's quite the ride. Yeah. Thanks for laying the context. Yeah. All right. Have See fun guys. Hi, welcome to The Truth of Being with Miriam. I'm your host, Miriam. The Truth of Being with Miriam is all about sharing what's real, in real time, more or less. Most episodes will be solo episodes where I riff on my latest thoughts about the world, and every so often when I feel inspired, we'll have guests on to share their perspectives that may seem outside of the box. I've always wanted a safe place to share my views, and I know I can't be alone in that. So if you resonate with these ideas and ways of thinking, I would love to connect. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello. So I recorded a podcast, but I'm not going to post it. (laughs) So we're stuck with this one this week, which I actually feel more inspired about. It's kind of just to share more about my Instagram post from earlier today. And David's here with me. Hello. (laughs) Because why not, you know? It's just more fun. I think it's more fun to do a podcast with someone else. But I don't necessarily want to commit to having a different guest every week. Because that feels a little overwhelming. Yeah, I get that. I kind of just want to jam. Yeah. I think whatever's most present, right? Mm-hmm. Feels good. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, let me... I'm going to actually read the Instagram post that I wrote. All right. You want me to pull it up for you? Yeah. Tap, tap. I tapped him on his leg. I can do that for you. Thanks, love. Yeah. What do you like most about that Instagram post that you wrote before we uh, dive in? Do you want to preface it? What do I like most about it? No, I don't want to preface it. All right. I just want to dive in. Well, let's uh, (laughs) do it then. I was just buying some time while I uh, pulled it up for you. We don't need to buy time. We have all the time in the world. That's true. Um, All right. You think this is recording? Um, Who knows? Yeah, I think it is. All right. Let's see. Yeah, we're all still here together. Yeah, all right. That's, that's good. <laughs> all right. So I said, I woke up this morning deep in the trenches of Instagram, stories and feeds. What are the stories actually feeding? 
Sometimes it's creativity, other times it's comparison. This morning I noticed the stories were feeding me I'm not good enough thoughts. Yikes. <laughs> my heart was getting tight, my throat was getting jammed, and we all know that something's up when my throat gets jammed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Commentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All my art insecurities came through. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have a look anymore. How is anyone going to recognize my art? Should I have switched mediums? Maybe I'm doing this all wrong. You get the picture. No need to paint it here. Ha <laughs> face. <laughs> paint. <laughs> yes. All of that to say, when I checked in to see what was actually present, I heard paint. Two paintings complete, plus a mini one, and one nearing completion. Every time I allow myself to tap into the creative energy, I get so turned on that I don't even know what to do with myself. The ideas flow, the knowing drops in, I return to trust, my pussy gets wet, I can feel myself again, I glow. It's full body turn on, every time. And this is what dropped in today. All I want to do is paint for people, speak light language for people, garden for myself, and be with like-minded people for humanity. And you know how I know I'm out of alignment? Because I'm looking at courses to sign up for that promise more money, more soul, and more confidence. And quite frankly, it's all here anyway. Sitting in stillness and connecting to the creative energy always brings in the money, soul, and confidence. Taking note on how the stories are feeding me today. Hmm. It's so funny, like those you know, little transmissions come through and then I'm like, but wait, I have so much more to say. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have a podcast. <laughs> I can say it there. <laughs> it's the best. So yeah, um, I just wanted to speak into the the money, soul, and confidence piece. And what my belief is, <laughs> is usually when I'm looking for those things or feeling like I need to do like a program to be a better person, person or launch my business or charge more or whatever the heck the thing is that's just me disconnecting from myself and the energy that's already pouring through me that I already have access to and it's looking for someone else to tell me what to do and I'm just fucking sick of it I really want to live in a world like it's just becoming more and more clear that I want to live in a world where people use their own friggin access David's nodding but they can't see you. Yeah, I know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm nodding for you. <laughs> and in agreement. Yeah, what do you think? Because we had, we had a chat about this, and David had some really great perspective, which I was like, oh my God, can you be on my podcast? I want to share this. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think my, my intention was to give you some space to talk and then kind of chime in where... Oh, you can chime in wherever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the that idea of the soul being able to come through and people trusting themselves, I think is, is everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's how like individual success happens these days. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything else works. I think everything else is like, it may work for some short term cash, but I don't think it works more than like six to 12 months. Right. And then on a large humanity scale, it's the only thing that's going to get us to all work together and like really create some beautiful futures because mm. everything else is so myopic. It's so for the self. It's so, mm. it's so for that short term cash mm-hmm. that it's almost like nothing, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
but I fundamentally believe that like when we're listening to ourselves, it's there's this bee that's trying to come in the car. It's like, hey, just want to come chime in. <laughs> but when we listen to ourselves, then that's what also helps humanity. Yeah. Like I think that's not only aligning to our own soul truth, but our own soul truth is aligned to a much larger orchestration that's mm-hmm. working for humanity. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I agree. <laughs> the bee's distracting me. Doesn't take much. <laughs> Be present. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You seem pretty quiet. Yeah, I guess so. You too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought you wanted to record something particular. I, That's why. I'm, oh, I was no, of, this is I was what I always do. I'm just kind of feeding off of you and, you know. Oh, yeah. Seeing what you I'm not have. a great host. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to just talk about it because I just think it's like silly. Um, you know, we can use the name Joey. I always use the name Joey. Whoever Joey is, if there's a listener named Joey, I'm sorry. I'm actually not sorry, <laughs> but maybe a little bit. It's a different Joey. We're so, not talking about you, Joey. Yeah, not you. Because the Joey that I'm talking about would never listen to this. Um, I mean, maybe, but but basically, it's just silly. Like what you were saying earlier today, too, about like, following other people's tactics and like you know Mm -hmm. seven steps 12 steps to success and if you follow it to a t you'll be like me or you'll have the same lifestyle and success that i have Mm -hmm. but like i don't actually think that that's true and like and then then there's testimonials that like prove that it's true but i don't know i think like we really get to feel into these things for ourselves and those models of success are from a like you know, 2016, 2017, that's what, like, what you were saying earlier. Like, mm-hmm. it's from a completely different time. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, reselling old content. It's all reselling old content. Yeah. So, like, what if we just connect to our own truth, our own divinity, whatever wants to come through us specifically? Yeah. Like, why aren't people doing that? Because there's a lot of assumptions that aren't challenged. Like what? It blows my mind. Like when I read posts, I remember reading this post online that was like, hey, like make sure you own you own your list. So like oh, don't build Lord a Facebook have group. Mercy. Don't um I don't know, whatever. Like like for me, they'd be like, Don't build things on Patreon. Don't do like own your list because your email list is something you own. But for me that it just doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. No, that doesn't resonate with at all because and i get it i fundamentally get the idea and when people share the idea i understand where they're coming from i understand why that makes sense but it doesn't matter Mm. like people don't challenge the idea just because it makes sense they don't challenge it and they don't go any further but but why does it matter to own the list i understand that facebook can shut things down i understand it's very unlikely First off, let's talk about that. How unlikely it is that mm. the platform that has more people on it than say that they're on the internet. So many people <laughs> think Facebook is the internet because Facebook is rolling out internet <laughs> to people and basically just providing Facebook. There are literally more users than people who have full access to the internet. Mind blowing. But anyway, that aside, the idea that that you need to own it doesn't make sense because they're just connections with people. You're finding platforms to make connections with real life people. And I think that's what so often gets missed. 
and when you look at numbers and you you end up becoming very 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 number centric I just think you you miss so many things and I I get it because I I lived in that world and I dove mm-hmm. really deep into marketing and I have a very very thorough business background and a very very thorough business understanding from traditional business and I think because I do as I'm stepping into lots of these more spiritual mindsets I'm starting to see through all of the business stuff at a at just a rapid rate mm-hmm. it just blows my mind the more you step into alignment with your soul you go holy crap this is all the stuff that I was mm-hmm. just accepting for no reason mm-hmm. yeah yeah <sighs> I know even when you said owning your list I'm like oh god we don't even own anything we like think we own land we think we own all sorts of shit we there's that's just not even real yeah <laughs> so you definitely don't own your email list like I mean you can put it on your I the, I imagine the only like true or closest like ownership would be like handwriting it on a piece of paper and putting it like in your journal yeah right because <laughs> even having it on your computer what if like excel shuts down or what if like there's so many yeah, things what if there's a solar flare and everything goes down <laughs> yeah. and like that that I think is about as likely right now as like the big platforms just completely crumpling and deciding to take away all of your access to all of your people yeah it's just not gonna just, happen I get it I do get it but the things that people focus on just don't in the in the largest scale just don't matter and I think the the reason why those things get focused on is because those are the things that can be sold. Those are the things that can be packaged. Those are the strategies that you can say, Hey, do these 10 things. And then it seems like I'm helping you. So it seems like you're getting a lot of value out of that 20 K that you paid me. But in reality, like it's, it's all bull crap. The only thing that matters is you leaning into what's present and, and taking action on it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Yeah. Literally all of the other stuff. All oh, the other I strategies, love you. They're just, it's just <laughs> tests. You're just running a test and you're saying maybe this one dude's strategy that worked for him three years ago before he started becoming a business coach, maybe that one thing that might have worked for him, that he at least says works for him, will possibly work for me three years later Mm -hmm. in a completely changing digital landscape. It just just doesn't make sense to me at all. Mm -hmm. But I understand the logic and I understand why... It's so alluring because of the state that you were in this morning. That state that that you like, f- that you noticed in yourself. Which you, because you're oh, noticing yeah. it in yourself, it's not. It doesn't have control over you. Mm-hmm. But that state, I think, is so common. Yeah, I got really insecure, and I was like comparing all my art to other people, and I was like, oh God, nobody's gonna know that this is my art now. Like everyone. Art of Truth people recognized it. They were like, oh, I have one of those. Oh, I see that. I've seen that. Oh, that's Miriam's, you know. Um, but the with pastels, but now this new platform of using paint and texture and resin, like it's just, it's totally different. So I was like, oh, are people going to know who I am? But who fucking cares anyway? <laughs> if I really zoom out. I mean, a part of me definitely cares because I want... I don't know. I want recognition. But you're always going to have your own unique flavor. And I think that's what people really, really don't get. That's what I don't get. That's what so many people don't get in the day-to-day experience is that our unique expression is so unique. Yeah. Is so freaking unique 
that you can tell when someone yeah. does something. That's true. You can tell. It feels like them. Yeah. I mean, we have the capability to feel into something and tell who it came from, what mm-hmm. it feels like, the what story. emotions are there, what, yeah, the yeah. story behind it, all of those things. Mm-hmm. We feel it. And our unique expression is the only thing that's going to work in the long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I know it like infuriates me to see like and then I was thinking like I'm like am I like a hypocrite by having like insights of truth light language transmissions as like a offering in a program because like is that is that telling people what to do but I I mean I don't really think so because it's not even fucking English (laughs) so I got that going on but like it's the whole like intention of it is to connect you back to yourself and to your truth. And like, that's the whole intention with the art mm-hmm. is to, it's, it's a portal to you. It's a reminder. It has transmissions in it. It has, it's loaded with information. If you sit with it and look at it, like, I don't even know some of the messages I receive, but most I don't. Um, they're just, they're alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't, I don't see, I guess I, what I'm getting more and more clear is like, I don't really it's going to sound like crass. I don't really want to like help people like not in that way. Like I don't want to like help them figure out the 12 steps to build their business. Like if anything, I just want to like be, be and like allow that to just figure it out. You know, (laughs) like you always know Mm -hmm. there's nothing anybody can say either. It's going to confirm or deny what you're already feeling. And, like, sometimes when we're, like, not totally trusting ourselves, we, like, go around and ask a zillion people, and then we just hold on to the one that we actually like, which is what we knew all along anyway. We just needed someone else to say it. But, like, I feel like those dog days are gone. Like, fuck that. Yeah, it's it's funny because there's a, there's a distinction here that I'm really trying to get clear on because... I mean, for your, for example, the light language transmissions or like my book that just came out or like all of the, all the things that we're doing, they're still services and they're still helping people, right. you know, right. but what, like, what is it helping them to do? I open my polar. I think when. It's helping them to trust themselves and to just know. Yes. And like to use your own discernment and like feel what resonates as truth. What I think is interesting, though, is to think back in my in my journey to where, like, my intuition was just coming online. I was just, I mean, even before I was making contact, really before I was making contact is the is the period where it's most obvious. But I didn't, I didn't know what my truth was. Yeah, those aren't my people. I understand that. And there's. There's still merit in that journey. Totally. And I think there's merit in, in at least being able to give recognition to people, helping people on that journey. And I think the giving people steps to do something, like a specific strategy, may not be the best way to go because it, it takes away their own sovereign choice. And it gives them a sense of like, oh, I'm doing these things that you're giving me, so like you're going to help me do this. But I couldn't do it by myself if, like, I, if I really wanted to. Like there's this sense of disempowerment that's happening in so much of the industry. And I think what we're, what we're really feeling into, even though 
it looks very unique in our own unique situation is like just what it looks like to empower people like what does it look like to to at the beginning of the program or, or rather at the end of the program at the end of their time with us or at the end of their time with someone they feel more competent as themselves yeah like what does that look like mm-hmm. because i think so in in a large like cringing large majority that's just not the case they end up lost yeah and i see like a lot of clones like i feel other people's energy in their expression yeah. it doesn't feel it's like oh that was influenced by someone else like totally. you can feel it totally. and it's like oh my like i'm like no no like where are you where's the rest of you like i just want to fucking feel you yeah you can feel when they're using the like lead pages or click funnels template over what they're feeling Hmm. You can feel when they're listening to their business coach over what they're feeling. You can feel hmm. when they're reading the like the how to create a sales page or how to do this blank. You can feel when they're doing that because they're not in it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel them in it. And Mm-mm. it's like, what the heck are they doing? Yes, this is structured well, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not actually the like it's not the st- the system or the strategy that actually makes it work it's their own unique expression that people are Mm -hmm. feeling it's like genuine genuine expression that's what i feel when i do people's art pieces i can feel them yeah and every time it like moves me it like takes me somewhere i'm like whoa i like see them and feel them and Mm -hmm. i love that Because it's funny, like, the other podcast that I'm not posting right now, (laughs) um, I was talking about this and how, like, there's, like, a, as I, like, got into the coaching industry in the world, you're not supposed to, like, put things out unless they're polished and it has to, like, you have to have learned the lesson before you speak about it because you want to be able to teach about it because then like once you're a teacher, then you can get clients because then when they're 10 steps behind you, then... Oh my God, fucking no. I was a fuck no to all of that forever. And I didn't know why. And I I just, it was just a no in my body. And like, the reason is because like, I want to feel you now. Like I'm more apt to work with you if I can feel you right fucking now, not 10 months after you process the thing to try to like, <laughs> like now, I don't, I don't know. I'm just not interested. And like, I think we're all activating each other. Like I know the space that I hold, like, it's not, it's not one person leading. It's not me leading the group. Like, I realize I'm holding the container, Mm -hmm. but like every fucking call is different. We just, we all are connected and we flow with what, with what's present. Mm -hmm. And, and there's no like hierarchy and there's no like, oh, well, Miriam said to do this, so I should probably do it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I might've suggested it, but do what you want. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You know what? Maybe that's it. What? I, I just love the I just love that you pull threads and you tell stories and you speak into it and like I feel then, where you're going and I'm like, oh wow, that like really refines the distinction. Because I'm sitting in the maps. I like, know. I'm like, what what are we saying? Like He's what's our navigator. Really here? 
And I'm just fucking steering the ship all over the place. I'm like, we're going left. Just kidding. We're going right. And I'm like, wow, thanks for steering to that little cove. I hadn't mapped that previously. I hadn't mapped that previously. Thank you. <laughs> I really think that's it. Where you just went right now. Mm. That we're equals. Well, right. Because, like, when I think of, like, my group, like, specifically, for whatever reason, Leah's coming to mind. Leah, I love you. (laughs) And I know she's activating me just as much as I'm activating her. Mm -hmm. So what? Mm -hmm. I don't have all her solutions to her things. And, you know, she doesn't have all mine. But, like, when we come into that space together, like, we're there. We're Mm -hmm. there. We're just present i'm getting distracted by the noise yeah let's go up this window real quick <laughs> let's we can play a little ditty <laughs> I, right. I, I like to break it up with a little song you know yeah let's do it and we're back <laughs> we actually never left <laughs> wasn't oh that the, ditty. the fun little ditty i know sometimes it's just you just gotta break it up this is true um, yeah, we'll definitely put in the beginning that I didn't know that we were having this conversation. I don't think either of us did. No, I didn't either. I, I, my in- original intention was to come on and just do what I usually do and then have David chime in with his like one line. Yeah. That's what I thought I was going to do. Yeah. So I was just kind of chilling. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you sound so disengaged. We both sounded so uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I just felt like I needed to get some some context too so when we when we paused for the ditty i also paused to kind of pull some stuff through can i read a little bit yeah of course because this has been something that's really been on my mind and i think it's really relevant for us that you and i as as well as everyone kind of listening because there's this we're we're building a new economy Mm. i mean we're building a totally new way to to live and relate with each other Mm -hmm. and i think during that we're we're kind of calling out everything that has existed Mm -hmm. in very obvious ways Mm -hmm. and it's obvious that those things kind of suck but there's not an obvious alternative Mm -hmm. Um, and i think that's what always kind of catches me off guard when i'm thinking about it and why i kind of go internal when when we're talking about it and like Mm -hmm. why i was personally kind of silent not only because i thought you were just doing your thing (laughs) but but also because i was really thinking yeah so i went outside and i wrote down because I just felt like I needed to write some words. I was like, mm-hmm. what is like, what, what did it used to be? You know? So I wrote down power leader the way. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of how things were. Um, and then, then it just turned into a thing. So I'm just going to read a little bit. Okay. So power leader the way. If equal, then why pay? Mm. Because my expression is the key for you today. But later that will change. I think that those like four, mm. four lines really captured what I was trying to, what I was trying to feel mm-hmm. because there's the sense of like, you know, if we're equals, like why would, why would we pay anyone or why would mm-hmm. anyone pay me? Um, I think that's our challenge when we're thinking about you and I, we're thinking about like, how do we serve our peers? There's a need for it. Yeah. We're being called to it. Yeah. But how do we, how do we build that? Mm-hmm. That's like confronting. Yeah. It goes against everything that we're, like, taught. You're supposed to teach the people that are, like, two steps yeah, behind you. Yeah, like, two you. or three years behind you. Yeah. And then you teach them what you did two or three years ago, and you teach not, them the way. Yeah, but that's not the way time works anymore, either. Yeah, everything's changing. Mm-hmm. 
so so I kept I kept going um, mm. after because my expression is the key for you today mm-hmm. but later that will change I said that's what leaders try to hide but there's no hiding anymore mm. <gasps> oh fuck okay peers just kind of to draw attention to what we were talking about. This, like, sent a jolt through my body. I don't even know what you're going to say. Thank you. I'm not special, but this is what I'm doing. You're doing your thing to feed the whole and get taken care of right now. I'm doing this. That's why I get paid for this. Not because I'm better than you. Mm. We've put unique expression on a pedestal, but everyone's becoming their unique expression. The stage has room for everyone. Mm. We get to build an economy from this place. It's definitely different, mm. but it's just what's here. So I think we're in a place where we've been putting people on a pedestal who are able to share themselves. Musicians and artists and like celebrities are all people who have put their own unique expression and taken risks. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, athletes, we put them on a pedestal because they were willing to do it. It's scary Mm -hmm. to go play a sport Mm -hmm. professionally (laughs) instead of going to get a job. That's freaky. Or instead of going to college or or you know yeah whatever we've rewarded those things so heavily because Mm -hmm. it's what everyone wishes they could do Mm -hmm. but now everyone's starting to do that Mm -hmm. so it's not that all of those things need to come off the pedestal it's that everyone's getting put on the pedestal Mm -hmm. everyone's hopping on the same stage yeah and from that place like that becomes the new baseline so how do we Mm -hmm. how do we serve the world when everyone's on the same stage Mm -hmm. how do we serve the world when everyone's their own unique expression mm-hmm. and I think that's what we're trying to figure out you and I right now mm-hmm. we've been talking about building a program called Leaders of the Second Paradigm mm-hmm. and there's, a, there's literally a tractor driving out right <laughs> outside it's so annoying it's amazing um, but that old model of I have the power I am your leader I will show you the way here are the strategies here's the 10 steps to make things happen the reason why everyone does the 10 steps is because those posts get the most shares, get the most engagement yeah. they always have. Yeah. Well, our brain works in steps. We, totally. Yeah. I remember writing a, an article back in the day. It was the most shares I ever got. I was, I was a dating coach at the time and was running this company called Dating for Entrepreneurs, Max, mm-hmm. the champion in mm-hmm. Boulder. Um, and it was like 12 step or 12 things you need to know when you're dating an entrepreneur. And it like was, <laughs> it, I took like weeks and it got, it got like 12,000, 15,000 shares or something. Whoa. It's unbelievable. And then it got posted to the Good Man Project too. And then it got another like five or six there. It was awesome. It was the most, it was the most I've ever, I've I've ever seen on anything, but it was like, it was basically like the 12 things you need to know, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just think that that is increasingly working less. And I don't think it's just because like people are sick of the lists. You know, I Mm -hmm. think that's what marketers say. Oh, people are sick of the list. Everyone's been doing it. It's just because we're changing. Yeah. Fundamentally changing. Because we're not looking for the way from someone else anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for gurus. Mm-hmm. I think Tony Robbins said, I'm not your guru, because he felt in some way, shape, or form that nobody wanted him to be the guru anymore. Mm. Like, yes, there's this piece of like, oh, hey, I don't want to do this. But I think that comes from a collective call of like, hey, we don't want you to do this. I think that's mm-hmm. where the inner recognition comes is because you feel it, that it's coming. Yeah. And you just want to speak to it first. You want to yeah. be be up with the times and feel what's really there yeah. so I think it was beautiful that he said that and made his documentary around it and all mm-hmm. of that stuff but I just don't think we're looking for gurus anymore right. and 
And I think the only times that we are looking for gurus are when we're highly, highly insecure and in those states. Yeah. That's, well, that's it. what happened to me today. And I think the funny thing is that's how it's always been, but we've never been able to recognize it because it's mm-hmm. been our baseline. Mm-hmm. We're doing it! Yeah, I know. We, <laughs> we're doing it. We finally found clarity in this mess. But that's oh just what's... God. That just feels what has been here for me and why I've been so confused is because... When everyone's on the stage, how do we actually get paid yeah. and get taken care of? And I think that's the thing that's been so confronting. And I think that's actually the same question that's led everyone into their own respective paths. I think that's why everyone who went through the, like, 8, 12-year track to go, you know, be doctors and lawyers and dentists and, like, pediatricians and carpenters and accountants and like not car- carpenters was a weird word to throw in there it's more of a trade <laughs> jesus thing. hashtag but, jesus vibes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry the eight to twelve year path <laughs> to become a carpenter uh, <laughs> oh my god i know and every time you say the way i keep thinking of jesus too yeah it's funny but even that message even that message of this is the way follow me that worked in the first century and I think that has worked up until now but if Jesus rolled through right now I don't think he would say like hey follow me this is the way I think he'd be like yo what's up you people are waking up like let's let's all collectively do this like we're able to now this Mm -hmm. is time Mm -hmm. and I feel that I feel that so heavily I feel like I feel that consciousness that that was him you know like when I when I first started channeling, this is weird. I'd never share this. But when I first started channeling, <laughs> yes, I was gonna say it. I um, one of the first things that came through before I before I started consistently channeling Bergail, before I was consistently channeling at all, it was probably the fourth or fifth time I was channeling, and I went deep, 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 deep into trance. I was like breathing for like probably twenty minutes, and just like energy was like flowing through my whole system. I was like starting to like lose consciousness a little bit and then I'm laying back on my bed and I feel this energy like kind of knock on my consciousness and I was like, I was like, sure, yeah, yeah, like let's, let's do this. Let's interface. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, Hey, I'm Jesus of Nazareth. And I was like, what the heck is here? And I started talking and it was basically like encouraging me. And then, uh, and then this energy was like, cool if you're ready like embody me and I felt this like kick run through my whole system and I sat up like from all the way back um I like sat all the way up went straight into like the like kind of spine straight this is how you channel kind Mm -hmm. of pose almost um and and like channeled through this message and he he basically said like hey like there's a lot of misrepresentation of the message Mm -hmm. but like we're all equals we always have been Mm -hmm. like all of you are capable of everything that I did Mm -hmm. all of you Mm -hmm. and there was this deep like there was this deep just almost like I imagine how a king like knights someone it was this deep like hey like like get up like Mm -hmm. be you do your thing that's time you have all my permission you have all my like here's like whatever power whatever like recognition you think you need like Mm -hmm. you were knighted go do your knighted Mm -hmm. thing now Mm -hmm. but there was the sense of him doing that to me and then being like and tell everyone Mm -hmm. that like i just did this to everyone this isn't just like (laughs) this isn't just you and i've done this thousands of times to so many people but this message still for some reason doesn't keep to getting out like (laughs) it's like that kind of feeling Mm -hmm. of like hey like like please be what i was because that's what this world needs right now Mm -hmm. And not, like, follow in my footsteps and try to, like, be me. 
but like mm-hmm. do what I did and be you. Mm-hmm. I just think it's happening more and more. I have to get all biblical and oh, you you know, but can get all biblical. I mean, you said the way, and then you're talking about a carpenter. Like, yeah, it's funny. We were just bound to bring in Jesus. Yeah, I guess I, the the things that come out on your podcast is blow. These are things <laughs> that I would never sit down and be like, "All right, I'm going to record my podcast today." This is why, like, it's so helpful to like be on your platform because I never sit down like, "All right, it's the highlight reel." Like today, I'm going to talk about that one time I channeled Jesus. Like that sounds good. <laughs> Man. It's like so vulnerable. Like, I know. I was going to say, if you ever want to make David uncomfortable. Put him on your podcast. No. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know. I always like tease him. I'm like, hey, you share an oversoul with Jesus, remember? Oh, yeah. If you ever want to make me uncomfortable, talk about my connection somehow with Jesus. Yeah. It makes him very uncomfortable. so uncomfortable. Yeah. Which makes me want to do it more. that time you were like no my love i don't share an oversoul it's it is closely linked but it's it's not a shared oversoul yeah in the structure in the architecture of the oversoul you're like i can feel him but he's not in my he's not in my oversoul when i call him my oversoul he's not there okay he's like he's like up up a couple or like yeah and like over he's like up and over a little bit you know? okay yeah He's blushing. David's blushing. Because this is so uncomfortable for me, that well, that idea. But I think that's the point, too. Like, this discomfort in me is the same discomfort that is in everyone that's keeping us from being our fully authentic and true selves. Say more about that. Like, if I wasn't uncomfortable with all those things and just spoke my truth freely, then, like, I would be sharing probably more mind-blowing stories on a regular basis. Well, then let's get you on the truth of being. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know this is like the this is like the beginning of that of like me starting to share some of those things. But. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we all love those stories. I'm speaking yeah. for all of you. Yeah. <laughs> I just took away your sovereignty What's... in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "No! Don't do that. Stop sharing." <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that and I feel the call for it, you know? It just uh it's easier for me to share the context that comes through from them. Right. Than it is to share the actual story, the contact stories. Yeah. yeah. But I think those, it like, when you share those, it makes all of our like, quote unquote, crazy experiences feel like normal. We're like, oh yeah, I've had something similar happen, but like, I didn't know that's what it was. Cause you provide so much context that when you're yeah. sharing the story, you're also providing context. Oh, uh, that's true. Which that's is helpful. True. I was thinking that this morning when you told me the story. Hmm. Yeah, there's this sense of, like, if I share those things, then I'm going to be massively rejected and, like, called just crazy, you know? Mm-hmm, of course. Um, but the messages that come through make so much logical sense mm-hmm. that those are so safe for me to share. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some things that are still edgy there. But, I mean, I, I feel pretty good about everything that's in the book, being mm-hmm. out in the world and, like, mm-hmm. and being able to share all of that. Yeah, um, go, te- go check David out on Patreon. Yeah, sure. If you want. Patreon.com slash Indivinus. Indivinus. <laughs> it's just freaky. It's just freaky to me to like. Mm. What's easy for me to say 
mm-hmm. is that we are pressing into a totally new species mm-hmm. that we are fundamentally all evolving mm-hmm. that our biology is shifting our energetic is shifting we're all learning to in- inhabit and embody more of our energetic but the minute that i say and i got this information from channeling a being who's a part of an interstellar alliance of civilizations who are all here to help us mm-hmm. that all are in their own physicalities in their own worlds and talk through the soul architecture of god and of consciousness it's when i make those things more obvious mm-hmm. that I go, there's way more room to poke holes here now. (laughs) Like, there's way more pushback that's possible there than just, like, the obvious evolution that we're going through as a species, the obvious evolution that we're pressing into, the obvious Mm -hmm. phenomenological experiences that everyone's having. Like, it's easy for me to speak into what's genuinely happening because I think everyone sees it and feels it, whether or Mm -hmm. not they, like, whether or not science 100%, like, has discovered that or felt that yet. Mm -hmm. Or even has the words for it. Yeah. So how does it feel speaking into it now? It feels good. It feels about as good as this uh, tractor rolling by. But I have a, a little bit of distraction, so I don't have to speak too much into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you can try again. I know, your throat. I know, my throat's all tight. Yeah, I mean, the idea that I make contact on a very, very regular basis with beings that don't live on Earth, mm-hmm. but have physical bodies. Like, you could call them extraterrestrial beings. <laughs> the fact that I'm in regular communication with extraterrestrial beings, and that's where I pull through all this information, that's a little tough for me to, like fully embody and put out into the world Mm. since I've fully transitioned like since it's become more about the message since it's like become more about us but it's the whole thing we were talking about earlier about like hiding behind the message like it's not gonna work say more more about that please (laughs) Uh, welcome to live coaching with uh, David and Miriam David lays out his uh, vulnerable truth and then Miriam and just takes big swallows his evolutionary edge <laughs> he's every time he swallows big I'm like what aren't you saying <laughs> I know sometimes I'm just like I just swallowed I'm sorry <sighs> what did you ask I don't remember <laughs> that's good you erased it from the field um, <laughs> no um, it's our own unique expression. And I think, mm-hmm. like, by you bringing through these channeled messages, great. And where's David? Where's his unique expression in this? And the unique expression is the experiences and is your story. That's where we play, like, some sort of fun music. While David just sits and processes. <laughs> and holds his throat. He's, throwing, he's holding his throat so tight. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Because people want to feel you. They love the messages, of course. But, like, you're the one that's, like, magnetic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is exciting. 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you don't look like you agree. Does your face know it? <laughs> does, your, does your face know it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, yes. Shout out to you, Sarah Cameron, for that one. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm. I appreciate the space to talk more about experiences and, uh, yeah, just to, mm. to call me forward more too. You can come on every week. We can talk about this stuff. Yeah, I'm happy to <laughs> share experiences any any day on your podcast and not on mine. Because <laughs> you have more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It just it has my face on it. Here it's just my name. You know? I could change my logo. You just change your logo <laughs> to my profile picture. <laughs> Welcome to the truth of being with David. <laughs> By Miriam. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to everyone listening to for witnessing me in that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my edge, you know. Like, and I know there are so many of you that could like sit and like hold space for me in that, and like I'm like have keys for me in that. You know, it's it's mm. funny like the the idea that like even though all this information's pouring through me, the idea that like I'm some like guru or special just like has never sat with me, and I feel so many people wanting to push me there. Into what? Special guru vibes? Yeah. I feel people who come and like... I think I push you in there sometimes. Sometimes. But I feel like... I feel people who want to give me business advice push me there. Oh, yeah. I feel people who want to like... Some people who want to work with me Mm -hmm. want to like have that dynamic with me. But I'm just... I just don't buy it. I don't buy that like their unique expression can't fill in those gaps. I don't buy that, like, if they just call in the oversoul and, like, sit. I get that there's things that I can teach them mm-hmm. and context that I can share, mm-hmm. but I don't buy that, like, they're going to become more like me when they start calling in their oversoul. Or, like, they, they're going to need to learn no, all of my practices. Make, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I can share all this context and, like, I can help people become more of themselves like I also need to model that by being willing to like share all the pieces of me which yeah include the experiences that I have on a regular basis guys you heard it here first that's a trip I love it yes huh yeah that's how people really feel you like we don't want to just be fucking sold to online yeah we want to know that you're real I just start spilling all my stories now. (laughs) All right, guys, let me tell you about this one. (laughs) The space is here. Oh, yeah. I know. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I just want to, like, I want to be easy on myself and, like, not take it slow, but, like, take time to, like, really integrate that. Because I think there's, it feels like there's two little paths for me right now. One is that I can overcompensate and start telling stories so that I can like prove to myself that I've always been that and then not look at it. The other way is for me to like really sit and to like feel it and to like integrate that truth. And then in the long term, sustainably I'll actually become the person who can share that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I'm like noticing a piece of me that wants mm-hmm. to overcompensate and just share a bunch mm-hmm. of stories right now. And I'm recognizing that that's, that's actually What's... my cop out. Isn't that funny? Interesting. Well, and that even still feels like a tactic. Like when people yeah. are storytelling and then to like to sell something rather than to storytell to storytell. Mm-hmm. I can feel that in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah. That shit's gross. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was a, that's a whole other rant. But it's, it's along the same lines of what we were talking about before. Yeah. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Well, but, but yeah, I you'll know when yeah. it's time to share. Thanks I mean, for just calling like, me forward live on air, my love. You're welcome. It's a sort. It's not really live, live. Like we don't have callers or anything. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not super live, but yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but we're not editing it. No, we're not editing. We don't so it's edit. kind of it's basically the same as live. Yeah. Even the rustiness at the beginning, we're not going to edit. Yeah, we're going to add a little thing at the beginning, though. Uh, uh, like, uh, what are we going to say? Just, I'll, I'll give some context. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for being here, David. Mm-hmm. I never call you David, that's weird. I only call you David when I'm talking about you. Huh. Yeah, thank you, Miriam. <laughs> It's been a pleasure being here on this podcast with you. I know, you got forced into it. Thanks, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I didn't know this episode was all about me. Yeah, me either. <laughs> See, we just flow with the energy. That's what we do here. Uh, it's how we roll. Yeah. All right, guys, until next time. Keep on being your fullest, truest self. Heck yeah. Peace. So with all of that to say, you being in your beingness, it opens up space and allows your tribe, ideal clients, and soul family to find you. It's time that you be seen, heard, and understood for who you truly are. Welcome to the truth of being with Miriam. Listen in to episode number two for a peek into my story and where things are heading, all in the name of truth and being.